Recently, I was having a conversation with someone, and we were talking about prayer. And through our conversation about prayer, a comment was made. It really struck me. He said, Deacon John, I, I know that we're supposed to pray, but it's hard to pray to Jesus because he's dead. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you know, you know what I mean. I said, no, I, I actually don't. What do you mean? He said, well, Jesus, Jesus is dead. I said, no, he's not. He's, he's quite literally alive, more alive than any of us will ever be able to be. Yes, he passed away, but that's really the most important part of our faith. If Christ did not resurrect from the dead three days after the crucifixion, none of us should be here. None of us should have been Catholics for the last 2,000 years. Christ rose from the dead. He's alive. And he has a relationship with us. And I think we need to remind ourselves of that sometimes. Because with everything in life, we can become distracted. But that's really the only thing that matters. That in a little bit, Father Sarmiento is going to perform a miracle. And a piece of bread is going to become God. I know that's a big claim, but that's quite literally what we believe. But sometimes we miss the boat. Sometimes we just aren't quite there on the same page with Christ. Kind of like the apostles in today's reading. Our Lord came to earth to die. Our Lord came to earth so that he could take on everything that we had done to make up for our mistakes so that we could have that relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit renewed. That through our distancing ourselves from Christ, he came to earth to die. This is a plan that had been taking place for thousands of years, and now he's going to tell his apostles. He tried to tell them last week in the Gospel of Mark, and he had to tell Peter to get behind me, Satan. So they're already 0 for 1. So they're walking, you know, think of Jesus. He was a popular thing. People would come from Jerusalem. They travel for days to see this guy. But he takes these 12 apostles, separates them, and says, all right, I'm going to tell you a very important thing. I'm going to tell you why I'm here. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to die for your sins and then conquer death. And how do the apostles respond to this? They don't really understand it. And then they start arguing over which one of them is the greatest. I mean, they totally missed the boat. They could not be farther off base of what our Lord is talking about. And I can just see our Lord just sitting there going, why did I pick these guys? What are they doing? You know, these apostles have no idea what's going on. But, and I talked about this with my mom, and she said, the apostles are not going to like you if you talk to them about how much they mess up in the gospel. But they did. These are the words we have. And they totally blew it. I'm just going to throw it out there. They make up for it later. But at this point, the apostles are totally off base. And our Lord says, this is why I'm here. And you're getting distracted. You're missing the boat. But I think with our relationship with Christ, we, it's very easy to miss the boat. It's very easy. We, we need to talk about what Jesus means to our lives. Why is it that we come to Mass? Why is it that we are Christian? Why is it that what should be the number one priority in our life is living these Christian values. And that's exactly what Jesus is telling us here in the gospel today. Because he came to die for us. He did die on the cross for us and he rose from the dead. And that, for me personally, it doesn't matter what's going on in life. 
whether things are going well and we can celebrate with Jesus or whether we're going through some of the toughest times in our life. We know that our Lord is going to pick us up and be there right with us. I know that in my own vocation of becoming a priest, that this is the best version of life for me. And that by me waking up in the morning and saying, God, what, what do you want me to do? Please help me to be a saint. Please allow the distractions of the world and my own pride and whatever's going on in my heart, take that away. Because I know my plan for my own self is not going to be anything compared to what you have for me. And that's why we go to the sacraments. That's why we pray. That's why we spend time with our Lord to develop that relationship, that friendship. Our Lord is calling out to each and every one of you and saying, I have this life for you. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs. That's life. But through it all, you're going to have the opportunity to say, Jesus, I love you. Because that's what we were created for. God is love. And he created each of us, not robots, to just follow commands, but to go on an adventure and to say yes to Christ. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to have points in our life where like, wow, I missed the boat. And ask my sisters. They'll tell you all the times I missed the boat. They're really good at that. But the point is, that's what humanity is about. We're on this journey. Every day is a gift. Every day we have the opportunity to give that love that we receive from our Lord to the people around us, our family, our friends. And when we do that, oh man, that's where we get to experience the joy of Christ in our lives. And then we go out and tell other people about it. The fact is that I love Jesus so much that I want to tell other people about it. That his, his living in my life has changed me. That I'm not the same person I was a year ago when I came here to St. Patrick's. I'm not the same person eight years ago when I joined seminary. Because Christ is continually calling me closer to his heart. And he's calling you to take that next step. We're always called to encounter Christ. We're always called to go through a conversion. So I really invite you today, as you come up to this altar and to receive the Eucharist, ask him for an encounter. Ask him for a conversion. It's going to mean you dying to yourself. It's going to mean you giving up your plans. But Christ's plan for each and every one of you is so much better than anything you can imagine. So let's trust in Christ. Let's receive him together. And let's be saints.